back to the Scarlet and May show. I'm Zach. This is Adam. And so we're going to jump right into it. Nebraska almost pulled off the upset against Michigan. Almost. Thank what? you, Brad Hawkins. Yeah, what are your takeaways? Uh, so it was 17, er, it was 17 nothing twice before the half, but it ended up being 13 nothing. There was, yeah. there were so many reviews and stuff. It was excruciating to watch, not from like a tense, I'm a Michigan fan standpoint but from a okay let's play football right thing but whatever during the second half i got frustrated but michigan only had six drives in the second half they scored on four of them the problem was two of the four scoring drives were field goals yeah while nebraska also scored on four drives but all of them were touchdowns um the refs were absurd we talked about it a little bit ahead of time but they marked Hassan haskins legitimately three yards short of where he actually was on third down. It got overturned, thankfully. Uh, It was nice to see old Harbaugh back just screaming at the refs about it. But uh, Nebraska's left end was pretty far off sides on Cade McNamara's interception, so it should have been third and five instead of an interception. Um, There was a missed illegal formation on Nebraska's first touchdown. They didn't let Michigan's defense get set on Nebraska's go-ahead Last touchdown with seven minutes left to go in the fourth on third and four. Um, so it would have been, like, if you stop them there, either Nebraska kicks and they're still losing by one, or they go for it on fourth down. They got stopped at the goal line before, so who knows. Um, it's not the only time that Nebraska subbed super late. So I think it was honestly like, a, let's see if we can get this to work. And it did. And, yeah. I mean, Credit to them, I guess, but it also just should have been. Yeah, watching it, it looked so weird. Just like, because like I was like, "What's the ref doing?" Like, because Michigan's supposed to be able to get set when Nebraska yeah. subs, and so yeah, they were not set at all. Because the ref was like, stop holding Martinez from snapping the ball, and then Michigan like was still scrambling, and all of a sudden he just like walks away and like let them snap the ball. And I was yeah, like, no, that was. I mean, it was just not really fair, but yeah. So there, Purdue used to sub. Uh, they would have like 18 guys in the huddle and then throw a bunch off and try to snap it real quick. And so that, that's why they changed some rules to let, okay, if the offense is going to sub, the defense, the defense can sub. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to have to address that at some point. If, because I think more teams are going to probably start trying to do something similar. Right. And I mean, again, the refs were absurd, but they also, they called one delay of game, which was on Nebraska on defense, which was really them simulating the snap. Um, like trying to clap or whatever, but I think it happened two or three more times than that, and they didn't call it. Um, it's against the rules. I also just so yeah, I like saw, going I into next play, year. I saw the one play that Nebraska. I mean that Michigan was complaining about it, and I didn't see where Nebraska was clapping though on the one play. But I didn't see the whole game, so I yeah, I don't know. I know they called it once, and then but it, there was one time everyone but the center moved. It's like, why would that I don't know. Whatever. And maybe it was just everyone but the center false started at the exact same time. That seems a little weird. Well, and the center can forget, like, the snap count sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But what I honestly – so just as an aside, next year, if you're clapping as a thing, I feel like you should – on the defense, you should be able to clap. Just say hut. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's But right now, it's the rule. Um and then not just this game. I don't know what Aiden Hutchinson has to do to get a holding call. Every single game, guys are holding him. Sometimes yeah. two guys are holding him. 
And they like never, ever, ever call a hold. I saw he was the defensive player of the week again, again according to Pro Football Focus. Yeah. Um, for the record, I don't think it's intentional, the bad officiating. Uh, for the most part, when officials are bad, I chalk it up to incompetence, not intentionality. Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't end up changing the outcome of the game, I think. but Sounds like the Browns game yesterday. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> uh, but Michigan won on the road against a better-than-their-record team. Huzzah. Uh, they, they only punted <laughs> once in the second half. It was a low-possession game. Uh, then if the offsides is called on the interception, who knows what happens on third and five. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is getting touchdowns instead of field goals. I don't feel better about the Ohio State game. Bottom line, like, if the same calls would ever happen, Ohio State's not worried about it. They're not like, oh, yeah, we almost lost. They're like, oh, we only won by 30 instead of 50. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like, okay, I'm glad Michigan won. Uh it doesn't make me feel any better about the Ohio State game, which again is the only game that is ultimately going to matter. Yeah. If like even if Michigan gets undefeated to that point, if they lose to Ohio State, it's another. Oh, cool! You didn't make the Big Ten. You didn't, whatever. Yeah. Well, what do you think? My biggest takeaway was all everyone wanted to say. Not everyone, but the the Michigan haters wanted to say that Michigan got lucky, but. And they're alluding to the Adrian Martinez fumble, but the what's the guy's name? Brad Hawkins. He, that was a it was great a great play. It was a great play. Like I don't, I hate when people try to chalk up like chalk up great play as luck. Like like when like the Odell catch. Like that's not luck. That's an insane play. Like I mean, not to compare that to that. But. Yeah, it's not like a field goal bounced off the crossbar. Yeah. And went straight up in the air, bounced again, and went in. Yeah, it was a. I think it was a heady play. Yeah. I felt great that it was Brad Hawkins because so he he was recruited as a receiver. They shifted him to defensive back, and there have been so many balls. Like he's a receiver, he's supposed to have good hands. There have been so many passes that hit him in the hands, and he drops. I'm like, okay, good. He finally got something. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I really had was. I mean, it's not luck when you win a football game. Period. No, I do think it is a like. I told you that. Immediately after the game, I felt worse. When I look at it and I'm like, oh, okay, they only had six drives in the second half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just a low possession game, so it's going to make it. I mean, it just it can make it tighter just from that. But then, yeah. Uh, just turn if they turn the touchdown or field goals into touchdowns, it's not even a big deal and whatever. Yeah. But. Um. So my question is. Mm-hmm. Um, in our group chat, we have group chat with Robbie, who was our guest star a couple weeks ago. Um, you you both were really calling for McCarthy a lot. So how do you how do you, how do you stand about that now? I throughout the game. You were, so McNamara, I I feel like right when I say something about a quarterback, they just prove me wrong. <laughs> but I said McNamara had been accurate on deep shots, and he was just really inaccurate on deep shots this game. Um, the only thing is. I I don't know. I'm I'm fine with McNamara. I think if they're going to have any shot against Ohio State, they're going to need more firepower. It's not going to be a low-possession game. They're going to need, I mean, J.J. McCarthy, period. Um, the, the only problem I had with this game, really, is every time, I mean, a few years ago, Jabril Peppers would be the Wildcat quarterback, and he threw it zero times. Yeah. So at some point, if you go in, and there was one time Peppers, I think, like brought it up, and then he just ran. But it's like if every single time McCarthy comes in, he threw one pass, and I think it was dropped. 
But if every time he comes in, you're just going to run the same play, don't do it. It's right. not throw the ball on the on the last play that he was in that they ended up losing yards. I would have loved a pass option. It didn't look like there was one, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I I think before the Ohio State game, he's going to have to come in. Like he's going to have to be more available. The I mean the coaches know more than we do, but it's yeah. I don't I don't think McNamara is going to be the guy to to beat Ohio State. Yeah, I think I agree, and I just came to this conclusion as we were sitting here. I think Cade McNamara is Browns Baker Mayfield light because they got that great run game, and it mm. sets up a lot for him to be able to look good. But I don't think like. When the Browns have played teams with high-powered offense, like yesterday, the they just can't keep up. Like, they were up most of the game, but the Chargers just kept scoring because they have Justin Herbert, who can just gunsling and gunsling. But Baker Mayfield isn't that in the NFL. And, I mean, maybe he can be at some point, and maybe Gabe yeah. McNamara can be, can be better than that at some point. It's but. funny. I We talked about it as we were, like, setting up, kind of, but I said... The Cade McNamara, really, when I think about it, he's sort of game manager, take care of the ball, whatever. He's very similar to Wilton Spate and, uh, uh, what did I even say? Oh, Jake Rudock. Jake Rudock and Wilton Spate. Um, And then I also said he's not the guy to do it, and Wilton Spate came pretty close in 2016. Yeah. They also, it seems like the offense was not as explosive for Ohio State in 2016. Right. I mean... We'll, well see. I, well, as bad as the defense looked at the beginning of the season, I, the defense might be better than 2016. That's point. also a good point. But, yeah, so I don't know. I, I Like I said, I'm not feeling any better about the game uh, against Ohio State to end the year, but I don't know. I am glad that McNamara still – he has that one pick, should have been offsides, whatever. Even if it's, okay, he has one pick. He has one pick. Yeah. He, he's not turning the ball over a lot. Uh, I still think McCarthy is going to have to be the guy if they're going to want it to happen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ohio State, 66. Maryland? 17. 17. Maryland came out with a clear defensive game plan, and that was to make C.J. Stroud beat them because they were all over the run game in the first half. And C.J. Stroud did exactly that and beat them. C.J. Stroud looked comfortable. He has 10 passing touchdowns in the past two games. Michigan and Wisconsin's offenses have 10 passing touchdowns combined this whole season. That's 11 games. And the defense just keeps continuing to improve. They're top five in interceptions. They're 11th in uh, sacks nationally. And I just I just think that Ohio State's rolling right now, and they're going to a bye week, and I just think they're going continue, to continue to improve. Yeah, I agree. That's why the only thing that I wrote is I'm excited for our first basketball episode next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, pick standings. Um, we, we both went 4-0. We, we had, didn't even realize it when no. we picked him that we picked the same exact picks. You texted funny. me at some point Saturday. Yeah. Dude, did we have the same picks? Yeah. I, like, it I don't think so, like but we did. Day, yeah. So we both went 4-0. I'm 52-11. and 11. You're 50-13. and 13. Yeah. So I'm still ahead. The world is still moving. We're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, week six, Big Ten takeaways. I just have one, uh, and then I have a couple more things nobody are talking about. A one week, maybe segment ne- later on. But Spencer Petrus is so bad. So <laughs> Iowa is number two nationally, and I wonder when the last time was 
that the quarterback for the number two team in the country was this bad, like 1932 maybe? Yeah. I don't, like, Iowa really only won because Sean it's, Clifford went out. It's funny because I saw that almost exact same quote. They didn't say the 1932 part. Yeah. From an Iowa fan on oh my Reddit gosh. saying – when has there been a not quarterback, but when has there been a worse offense ranked number two? I I texted one of my friends from Iowa during the game, and I said, "Imagine if Iowa had an offense," and he just said, "Imagine if Iowa had a quarterback." <laughs> I was like, "Yep," because uh, Goodson's good. I mean, yeah, solid. I like I like Goodson, but there's just Petrus is just awful. Yeah, uh, our pick for this game was right, but I also feel way better even about my pick or about my take that whoever it is that wins the East Ohio State will beat the West champion easily. Yeah. So Shoot. Okay. Each of the top four in the East, I think, could beat number one in the West, especially neutral field. So Ohio State, yeah, easy. Yeah. Michigan? Yeah. I'd take Michigan. Yeah. Michigan sure. State? I'd take Michigan State. Yeah. Penn State, if they had Sean Clifford for the whole game? I yeah. mean, we just saw that. that they, was, yeah. If Sean Clifford's in that whole game, they win that game. So, I mean... Way to go, Big Ten West. Yeah. Uh, do you have any Big Ten takeaways? Um, I think that we are on a collision course for the best offense in the country against the best defense in the country. And no, I am not talking about the Big Ten championship game. I'm talking about the national championship game oh boy. where Ohio State will play Georgia. Oh, boy. And I think that they're the only two teams right now that actually look like they're – like playoff contenders i they, they're only two teams that right now at this moment look like national championship teams i just want alabama to lose a second game yeah. in the regular season i'd love for them to lose this week to mississippi state i mean mississippi state beat texas a&m so why not let's go it could happen i, uh, I just love that can we talk about that for a second sure alabama losing that was great it was that's great. not a big 10 takeaway and that's this isn't really a big 10 takeaway either but i mean ohio state's in the big 10 so it kind of is it's but, whatever um, my other Big Ten takeaway is we have five teams in the top ten. That's yeah. insane. I feel like people aren't even talking about that enough. Like the Big Ten is so good right now. That's because even, even well, if it's now I was number two, but yeah, SEC if, still had the top two. But yeah, right. Even if it's like, uh, even if it's the East, that's mainly it. Like it's still incredible to have five teams in the Big Ten. Yeah, I do think. I'm going to just say this. I think I will be surprised if Iowa makes it through the regular season undefeated, even though yeah. the rest of the regular season looks pretty freaking easy. Who's going to beat them? Nebraska? I mean, I don't know. Uh, if the defense stops getting – if a team takes care of the ball, who knows? They're, yeah. They get so many turnovers. Yeah. And, again, it's not all luck. Right. However, if a team is able to take care of the ball, can that offense move at all? Right. I don't know. And then imagine if Petrus – like, he, he threw... I thought it was incredible that, like, um, Kirk Ferentz trusts so much in his defense yeah. that he took a knee knowing that he'd have to punt the ball back to him, only <laughs> up by three. I've that, never seen that in so the history Kirk of football. That's so Kirk too. That's hilarious. He trusted their defense so much and knew that Penn State's backup was so terrible that he could just take a knee and punt it. It, it reminds me of uh, the story. I've never, obviously never watched the game, but... Um, it was some like huge blizzard in the Ohio State Michigan game like forever ago, and they literally just punted it back and forth the whole game because yeah. they couldn't do anything. It's kind of like he trusts his defense that much. He also obviously doesn't trust trust Spencer Petrus yeah. enough. But why not run the ball if you break a first yeah. down? It's game over. 
But instead, but I don't know. But if yeah. you run the ball, something bad can happen. <laughs> instead of like three yards in a cloud of no, dust, yeah, it it's makes like sense. negative three yards in a cloud of fart. <laughs> that's just so, that's so dumb. Whatever. That's great. Speaking of farts, rapid fire turd pile picks. Uh, Michigan State at Indiana this week, just because there's no good games. Uh, well, we both, have a both. new game of the week, but then also we're going to use the spread, right? Yeah. Both, both Ohio State and Michigan are on buys, so it's kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Which like it's the point of our show. Yeah. Those two and then they're both off. <laughs> yeah. Uh Michigan State at Indiana. So I'm shocked by this. M- Michigan State is only favored by three and a half. Wow. Uh I have Michigan State. Yeah, I got Michigan State. They'll win, they'll win outright. I their offense is too good and I think Indiana's offensive line, I've said all year, is terrible. Well, and their quarterbacks are terrible yeah. and everything is terrible. Uh Nebraska at Minnesota. Nebraska's favored by two and a half. I think this is that's crazy too because Minnesota's not a good football team. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've got Nebraska. With I got spread. Nebraska too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Rutgers at Northwestern. This one, okay, the this, Michigan State line blew my yeah. mind. This one explodes my yeah. mind. Even. Rutgers at Northwestern. Northwestern is basically a high school team. Even. I really don't understand it. Rutgers by a thousand. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Rutgers by 999. Like, it's so funny. Rutgers' <laughs> defense is okay, whatever. Their offense sucks. They're going to be without their receiver. Yeah. Uh, they're down a couple more people, I think. They're starting left tackle, maybe. But even still, come on. Uh, I think Rutgers is going to win by double digits easily. Yeah. Purdue at <laughs> Iowa. Uh, Iowa's favored by 11.5. I got Iowa. I actually like, with the spread, I like Purdue in this one. I think Iowa will win outright, but... I mean, I just like you said, Peter sucks. I mean, it, it, I mean, if Purdue turns the ball over and which is likely and throws some pick sixes, that'll give them the spread. Yeah. But I just I wit earlier in the year I liked Purdue just because I sort of assumed some Jeff Brom good offense. But oh my gosh, they're just, yeah. their offense. I, they just need a quarterback. They need playmaker, and they don't have any. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Army at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's favored by thirteen. I mean, this is the same reason I picked Purdue. I'm taking Army with the spread. I think Wisconsin will win outright, but I just, like, will Wisconsin score 13 points? I actually think Army's going to win the game. Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's the same pick. But, I, yeah, I don't think Wisconsin's going to win by 14 or more. I think, I think Wisconsin will win, and, and it won't, it, it, the score will be closer than it, like, actually is on the field just because Army will have the ball for so long. It really could be, a, like we talked about how Michigan had six possessions in the second half. This could be a six-possession game. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be right. a big uh, if you like, turd pile If you like game. offense, do not turn on the yeah. Wisconsin game. <laughs> Especially if you like downfield passing. Yeah, do, yeah. Watch, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, whatever. Just Wisconsin's, <laughs> I was going to say something about Graham Mertz or Chase Wolf, and goodness gracious, they're so, just... For yeah, for this week's game of the week, yeah. we wanted to find the worst game in football and call it the game of the week. The, the king of the turd pile. Yeah. So this week went with zero and six Arizona at one and four Colorado, and Colorado's one win is against an FCS school, which has Dylan McCaffrey as the quarterback, former yeah. Michigan quarterback. Arizona, coached by Jed Fish, former Michigan offensive coordinator with defensive coordinator Don Brown, wow. obviously used to be in Michigan. Yeah. So I'm so glad Michigan is so well represented. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Anyways, uh, 
at Colorado. I, I picked a score, even though we just had to pick the spread. Oh, yeah. Picked a 23 to 9. So Colorado by 14. I think it's going to be a really weird, ugly, gross. I think I got Arizona by one. I think Arizona wins. <laughs> I'm coming up with the score right now in my head just because I think your score is hilarious. I'm going to come up with an even funnier score. Three to two. 13 to 12. I like it. No, 12, <laughs> 12 to 11. 12 to 11. <laughs> that is better. Yeah. That, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, so this week, things nobody is talking about. Uh, Nebraska... How many do you have, first of all? Um, I have two. Me too. No, I have three. Okay. I have three. Whatever. Uh, you do two at the end. Nebraska is three and four with three losses to now top <laughs> ten teams, but their worst loss of the season in terms of margin of victory and hilarity is Illinois. So remember, they had two touchdowns in the last four minutes to bring it to eight, but they were down 30 to nine with four minutes and one second left in the game against Illinois. Wow. How does that happen? I, oh, then they're within one score against Oklahoma, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. State. Wow. Amazing. What do you got? Um, Clemson is favored by two touchdowns against Syracuse when they have yet to score two touchdowns in regulation against an FBS opponent all season. That's like, like how do you expect them to win man. by two touchdowns if they can't even score two touchdowns? They had a fire Dabo. They've yet to score more than two touchdowns. Sorry, I said that wrong. But, but still, with two touchdowns, yeah. like... I mean, I'm assuming Syracuse will get at least a field goal. <laughs> Man alive. That's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, Michigan State's schedule looked pretty tough before the season started. They had Northwestern, right? They had Miami, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be super good. But through six games, the only team they've played who's only 500 is Rutgers. <laughs> um, that blows wow. my mind. So wow. n- Rutgers is 3-3. Three and three. No one else that they've played is 500. All of them are worse than 500. Uh, MSU has looked super explosive. So every one of their touchdowns on Saturday was from 60 yards or more. Uh, but So their schedule is so backloaded, seemingly like every team in the East. We'll see how this thing shakes out. Probably Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State beat each other up while Ohio State separates themselves yeah. yet again. But, um, yeah, I like – I said last week I'm I'm buying in more to Michigan State. Um, I I still am. I think they're they're still pretty unknown just because yeah, of who because, they've played. Right, right. Um, yeah. No, I think they're they're definitely a solid team, but I I they're yet to show whether whether they're pretenders or contenders. Yeah. And for the yes. record, I feel the same way about Michigan yeah. right now. Uh, we just talk more about Michigan because I care more about Michigan, and that's the point well, of the show. But like. Yeah, I mean, they're both... For the record, that's how I feel about Penn State, too. Yeah. All three of them. Especially as we go along, Wisconsin, that win doesn't look like anything. Right. Where it was like a huge win at the start of the year. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So, my other one was, Ohio State's defense has scored a touchdown in five of six games this season. Their terrible, awful defense, worst defense in history, has scored five of six games this this year. Um, They need to... yeah. re-promote their old defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, he actually, he actually won game ball. He actually won the game ball, Kerry Coombs. Why? Because, I mean, they were saying that he's... He's like, humble dealt, in his demotion. Yeah, he's, he's dealt it really professionally and has still like contributed a lot to the defense. And Ryan Day gave him the game ball. That's too bad. <laughs> uh, what's your last one? My last one is the best player on Alabama, who is 
perennially the best team in America the last 15 years, uh-huh. is an Ohio State transfer that wasn't good enough to get, he wasn't good enough to get enough playing time at Ohio State, Jameson Williams, who had 150 yards and two touchdowns against a Sort of the parallel to yards, I think. Dylan McCaffrey and Joe Milton transferring out, yeah. doing so well elsewhere. Jameson Programs Williams, are on par with each other. Jameson Williams is a dog, and I wish there was a way we could have found a way to get him on the field more, but when you have mm-hmm. Chris Olave coming back and Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba, then you got players coming in like Imuka Bekpa, I don't even know if I said his name right, but he was the number one wide receiver this year. And sound like a casual fan. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's just it's hard to say his name. And, I mean, you got Julian Fleming, who was the number one wide receiver the year before that, who's still developing, and you got guys like uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., who is, in fact, the son of Marvin Harrison the Indianapolis Colts wide receiver. Yep. Not just a coincidence that his name is Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr., but yeah. When you got that wide receiver room loaded like that, I understand why he transferred. But yeah. I think it's incredible that. I mean, in my opinion, he's the best player on that team. Yeah, that's too bad. It might be a little biased, but... A little bit. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, also... <laughs> I mean, why would you not think so, given the last 20 years or whatever? Uh, tweet of the week. Mine is a two-parter. Uh, so two hours after... This is from... Uh, Wait, before we do to the tweet of the week, yeah. we have a fan submitted oh, yeah, yeah. question from KD from Lansing. Let me pull it up on my phone real quick. Yeah, that's behind my back because we forgot to put it in our notes. Yeah. And I thought of it as we were sitting here. I'm uh, so glad you remembered. Okay, so it's specifically for you, Adam. Yeah. It says, "Does Adam agree with this statement from a Michigan fan? Offense is terrible. Need McCarthy. Need creative creativity. Very bland." You kind of covered that a little bit, but just yeah, I actually I don't more. think it's very bland. I just think it's not explosive. So like we talked about how Michigan State had four touchdowns of sixty yards or yeah. more. It seems like if Michigan, no, they, I mean they've had some deep passes, but especially uh, on Saturday, they're for the most part biggest plays were runs, but they were also very efficient. They just ended their drives with field goals instead of touchdowns. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I would just reiterate. I think they're the offense is okay, but to be great, I think they'll need to to beat Ohio State. They're going to need JJ McCarthy. So I yeah. don't know. The offense is fine. I don't think it's bland. I think it's creative enough. Um, it's I saw just not super explosive. I saw a tweet, and I can't remember what it said exactly. Which and I'm just thinking of it now that you're talking about it. But they were bashing on Michigan's offense, saying mm-hmm. that it's it's so basic that it's literally three plays. But I, I can't remember the third play. One was run up the middle. One was throw it downfield. And then I don't even remember what the third one was. But they were saying that they're running three plays the whole game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and maybe maybe they're holding it all back for Ohio State. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That'll be McCarthy's first start. Hope yeah. not. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I do think it's important to keep in mind the wide receiver injuries that Michigan had on yeah. Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I mean – well, and just losing Ronnie Bell is going to, like, he was, I mean, the first game he had that huge bomb of a catch, and then he had that incredible catch on the sideline mm-hmm. that ended up being And they, they had talked up. about him as maybe an All-American in practice. Like, yeah. uh, they were expecting a huge, huge year from him. And Didn't then, he start as a walk-on? No. He was just a, he was a basketball recruit, and then he was a two-star receiver recruit. He, uh, Michigan was his only offer. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, I remember Harbaugh got a lot of crap for taking him, but whatever. Um, but yeah. I do Roman Wilson, fastest probably receiver on the team. Him being out, I think hurt. Yeah. Uh, it did seem like they were trying to force it to Dalen Baldwin quite a bit, and I don't understand why. Like he's 
he's fine. I'm just like, okay, he's he's dropped a few. Stop, stop trying to force it to him. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, long story short, <clears throat> I think uh, offense is okay. They're just not explosive. I I'm fine with it for the most part. If they had turned the field goals into touchdowns, I don't think the question would even have come up. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. So tweet of the week. Tweet of the week, two-parter. So two hours after the game, a single balloon gently hovers over the press box. Nebraska always releases a bunch of red balloons. It did seem like there were some like late released. Uh, one ended up coming onto the field right after a play. Um, but then Ace Enbender responded with this photo of Scott Frost releasing his heart balloon. I just thought that was amazing. It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is hilarious. What do you got? I've got, so the Duke's Mayo Bowl official Twitter account, it's got the blue check and everything, mm-hmm. um, tweeted, we have seen many tweets about Alabama versus Clemson in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. And then they said, as a reminder, we can only select teams with six wins or more. <laughs> Which is just, it's just so funny that it comes from the official account and that they're like saying like, Alabama and Clemson going to get six wins, yeah. which they obviously will, but it's just so funny. Yeah. No, so, I mean, Clemson might not, but... No, they will. I know they will. Yeah. They're just worse than Alabama. They might only have eight or nine, but... Yeah. Well, that's who, it for now. What? Who, who was it that said it on the first episode that Clemson's not going to be Clemson this year and that DJ Uyghulamuvavau is not that good? <laughs> Probably me. No. Um, no, I'm just joking. Good job. Yeah. Good job. I'm the one that said Sean Clifford's not good and Petra sucks, but yeah, you got one. Blind squirrel finds a nut every <laughs> once in a while, Zach. Uh, that's it for the week. Next week, we'll either have a long episode or two episodes, one being basketball. Yeah. Uh, since Michigan and Ohio State are off, we won't have as much to recap. Uh, but follow, subscribe, yeah, we're share, everywhere. whatever, like, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, we're at Facebook, whatever. Yeah. All of the above. Scarlet May Show. Uh, just remember to buy your, uh, your apple cider, your donuts, yep. and quality dairy. See you next week.